something everybody claims to know about and says that they know its consequences. But the question is, do we deeply analyze the situation of climate change, global warming, environmental damage, etc.? In a largely populated country like India, I don't really find people being that much concerned about what action of theirs is harming the environment. I mean, um, we talk so much about saving our planet and uh, going green just for the sake of celebrating World Environment Day. History is surely repeating itself. Our ancestors made the same mistake due to which we are facing so many problems today. And now we are adding on to those problems which will be faced by our future generations. Welcome to the second season of the Asterix show. And we are here to uncover the extraordinary about climate change in this episode. I am your host Shlok Salam and I will take you on a journey filled with facts, questions and obviously their answers. Since the 1900s, scientists from all across the world have been busy finding the seven causes of climate change and global warming, which is even more dangerous than the nuclear bombs with North Korea. In India, the rapid industrialization after the independence did escalate climate change. But it was not visible like it is today. Industrialization had opened ways to the use of natural resources in several sectors. Natural resources like coal, petroleum, chemicals, etc. which surely led to huge releases of greenhouse gases. Since childhood days, everybody has been taught about what the ozone layer is or what the atmosphere is made up of. But did anyone ever emphasize the fact that the excess release of carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases is heating up the atmosphere, resulting in global warming and big holes in the ozone, especially the one over itself? One of the crucial events that rapidly increased global climate temperatures was the Second World. The war resulted in severe sandstorms in North Africa, forest fires across North America and Europe, the destruction of 15 acres of wildlife, forests, crops, and other properties in Norway, and surely the fragile ecosystems in the Pacific, which were also densely damaged. Several whales were mistaken to be enemy submarines and were killed. Pounds of mustard gas is still there on the sea floor, and gallons of oil was spilled into the ocean, killing and destroying the marine ecosystem. The beginning of climate change was unknown to people at that time. But today, several organizations, countries and scientists are working together. But the output is nearly zero. It has been a century or even more now. And climate and the nature have started showing their worst sides to the world. And we should surely take these small signs very seriously. Do you know how many beautiful species of plants and animals have gone extinct or have become endangered due to the effects of climate change? Species like Bramble K are considered to be the first species that became extinct as a complete result of climate change. These were found in the Great Barrier Reef and the land masses surrounding it, which was damaged 
highly due to the increased rise in sea levels. In India, two gongs are one of the most endangered species with only 250 of them left in the country. They can be found in shallow marine habitats and graze upon seagrass in coastal waters. They are also called sea cows. Uh, a large population of sea cows indicates healthy seagrass habitats, which help in combating climate change as they can capture carbon from the atmosphere. Does anyone even know that today the global temperature has risen more than 1 degree Celsius as compared to the pre-industrial temperatures? Due to this, the number of droughts, famines, hurricanes and floods can be seen in uncertain places. People not only in India but also across the world have surely been careless about how much the climate has changed in recent years. We did discuss the heating up of the atmosphere and the greenhouse gas effects adding to it. We all have, you know, studied that sun is one of the major sources of energy on earth. When the sunlight reaches the earth, some energy is reflected in space, while some are absorbed by the earth and re-radiated as heat. Since there has been a steep rise in the release of greenhouse gases, more heat is being absorbed by the earth, resulting in severe rise in global temperatures, the melting of glaciers, causing a rise in sea level and forest fires. In recent years, we have seen several forest fires across the globe, one in, one in the Europe and one also in the Amazons. And how can we forget the Australian bushfire that killed several animals, birds and plants? Uh, the reason why I want to discuss this with you today is to make people understand what our future is going to be. For years, everyone thought that our future would revolve around technology and it would make society and the planet futuristic. The major effects of climate change on India is the sudden rise in temperatures. Between 1901 and 2018, our country's temperatures have risen by 0.7 degrees Celsius, which is very alarming and may cause glacier melting in the upper as well as the lower Himalayas. The increase in temperature has disrupted several sectors over the years, which harms the daily lives of low-income people. Last year in March, the World Meteorological Organization made a statement that heat waves were 30 times more likely in India and Pakistan due to climate change. South Asia is the most populated region in the entire world and such heat, heat wave conditions and below average rainfalls can cause a large number of deaths in the subcontinent. During 2017 and 2021, India witnessed a 55% increase in deaths due to heat wave conditions across the country. February is a month when winter slowly sets out and India gets ready to welcome spring in March. However, this February, the entire India almost fed like mid-April as average temperatures touched all-time high in the past 122 years. The Indian Meteorological Department issued a heat wave alert as the country's temperatures were 4 to 11 degrees Celsius higher than average. The lowest snowfall in the last 15 years was recorded in Shimla. Migratory birds that had come in winter 
left the country early than usual this time. These early signs are surely not good and should be considered as warnings. Since the 1950s, India's monsoon rainfall has been seeing steep decline and erratic changes in its pattern due to climate change. These erratic patterns cause unexpected droughts and floods, killing hundreds and thousands. The monsoon season of 2021 was very unpredictable. Even by the IMD, as the rain patterns kept people wondering and left them confused. Monsoon started pretty well in June and was good till July, until it hit drought levels of 76% rainfall in August, and then to a very rare 135% rainfall in September. States like Kerala and Assam face floods every year, but 2021 and 2022 was something way too different than what we expected. South and West Indian states like Tamil Nadu, Andhra Pradesh, Maharashtra and Gujarat had to face heavy rainfalls and floods killing many in the state. The number of cloud bursts and glacial melts increased, one of them being the Chamoli incident in Uttarakhand that killed over 200 people. An unprecedented cloud burst over twin cities Hyderabad and Sikandrabad caused severe rainfall and flooding of the city. There were also seven cases of cyclones hitting the Indian coast, with twin cyclones also taking place on the western and eastern coast at the very same time. Did you know that the city of Mumbai has the world's largest population under the threat of coastal flooding? The city's large urban park lie below the high tide mark posing threat to people living there. The unplanned and rapid urbanization has increased the risks of seawater intrusion in coastal cities, not only in India, but in the entire world. These cities are Mumbai, Chennai, Kochi, Tokyo, Jakarta, New York, London, Dhaka, Dubai, and Kolkata. The United Nations even calls Jakarta the capital of Indonesia as the sinking city, as some pa- northern parts of the city have sunk 4 meters in the past 20 years. It is even estimated that without any reduction in emissions, global sea levels could rise 1 meter by 2050. The Indonesian government is now planning to shift its capital from the overpopulated congested Jakarta to the islands of Borneo. The outcomes of coastal flooding and storm surges would cause seawater intrusion, which would lead to the catastrophic destruction of the agriculture sector. It would contaminate drinking water and degrade the quality of groundwater, and even create a possible outbreak of diarrhea and cholera. The problem of food security and shortage due to climate change is or would be a crucial effect of it. Although the overall rice yields of India have increased over the past few years, the rising temperatures and low rainfall during the end of the growing season have been a problem. These factors have caused severe damage to India's overall rice production. Similarly, India being one of the largest producers of wheat faced low wheat yields 
due to extremely high temperatures in northern India, which were almost above 34 degrees Celsius. Due to the low production of wheat, India even had to ban its export to preserve local supplies for its citizens. Our country, India, even banned the export of sugar due to its low production. It is pretty understandable to all of us that climate change has caused severe shortage of life essential materials like water and food. We usually tend to hurt people that hurt us, isn't it? In the very same way, we have hurt nature in so many uncountable ways that today it is bound to hurt us just to make us as humans realize how much mother nature and mother earth are hurt how much pain they feel even due to the smallest of human activities how we humans cut down her children the trees to build beautiful architectural monuments only for our use did we humans ever realize how important nature is how it wishes to make this planet better with the help of us humans but what is happening today people do not even have an idea about how much we are harming our planet where we have been deciding for several centuries the beauty of nature oh my god the sound of the tides the waves lashing the beaches the sound of beautiful birds chirping in the woods the feel of the cool breeze and the essence of freshness around trees the excitement to feel the raindrops fall onto our bodies all this should be exciting right but trust me sooner or later if we do not take strict measures to help our mother nature attain her utmost beauty we would never be able to feel all of these again instead we would get to hear the monstrous noises of the waves hitting submerging buildings instead of beautiful sounds from the birds you would hear people scream and shout for a drop of water for their lives the freshness of the environment would be completely gone and one would only feel the heat of the sun I do not think someone would want to feel all of this or something even worse than that. In the Arctic, the average air temperature has increased by around 5 degrees Celsius in the last 100 years. Reports suggest that in the next few decades, the region will lose all its ice cover during the summers. The effects will not only last up to the Arctic region and its species. but also other parts of the world the melting of arctic ice cover would lead to a rise in sea levels submerging major parts of the world shifting towards the south pole the antarctic it is considered to be you know the largest single mass of ice and accounts for 90% of all fresh water on the earth's surface Oceans are considered to be the largest carbon sink present on earth that prevent carbon dioxide from reaching the upper atmosphere. If the temperature of the water increases and the concentration of carbon dioxide is more than normal, the oceans will become acidic 
affecting the coral reefs and other marine ecosystems. The oceans have already heated up by 1 degree Celsius, and in the near future, they might even touch 1.5 degree Celsius, causing the decline of coral reefs by 70 to 90%. The coastal population across the planet largely depends on fishing and thus the decline of coral reefs could even affect and be the cause of death for several people. In January 2023, India surpassed China to become the world's most populated country, meaning that now the country's energy requirements would see significant growth and so will the greenhouse gas emissions. India has been using indigenous technology to optimize its resources and use green and clean energy to reduce carbon emissions. You would be very proud to know that India, along with France, formed the International Solar Alliance ISA, to reduce the dependence on fossil fuels for energy and increase the dependence on renewable resources, mainly the energy emitted by the sun. This was proposed by India's Prime Minister, Mr. Narendra Modi, and launched at the India-Africa Summit and at the United Nations Climate Change Conference 2015 in Paris at a meeting of member nations. Following the 75th year of India's independence, the country assumed the historic presidency of the Group of 20 with the slogan, One Earth, One Family, One Future. India today is prioritizing climate change, mitigation and energy in its G20 presidency, which puts the country a step ahead of others in its future plan. India in the last decade has shifted its focus towards climate financing, energy security, green hydrogen, sustainable architecture, organic farming and agriculture, etc. On one side, India's energy mix is carbon intensive as coal is its primary source of fuel that generates 70% of the country's electricity and its automobile sector largely depends upon petroleum. India is also the third largest carbon dioxide emitter in the world even though its per capita carbon dioxide emissions are low. On the other side, the country has significantly started to reduce its reliance and dependence on fossil fuels and increased on renewable sources of energy. India can easily skip the journey of decarbonization by completely shifting to low or no emission technologies in different sectors. India is the third largest producer of solar energy and provides the lowest renewable costs. India at the Conference of Parties COP26 in Paris made five pledges also called the Pachamrit. These five pledges were to achieve net zero emissions by 2070, to increase its non-fossil fuel capacity to a whooping 500 gigawatts by 2030, to increase the share of renewable sources in the energy mix to 50% by 2030, to reduce the intensity of emissions of its economy by 45%, and to reduce carbon dioxide emissions by 1 billion tons. India's current efforts to combat and mitigate climate change are at the next level and India is the founding member of several climate action organizations or institutions like the already mentioned International Solar Alliance ISA, Coalition 
for Disaster Resilient Infrastructure CDRI that works upon making infrastructure sustainable and disaster resilient especially in natural calamity prone areas Infrastructure for Resilient Island States IRIS which aims to provide technical support on disaster and climate change resilient infrastructure in small island developing states India is also a part of the green grids initiative which looks upon the effect of efficient utilization of renewable resources to ensure clean and green energy as a trustworthy option to meet energy needs it is considered that the indian railways which is one of the largest carbon emitters of the country has pledged to reduce 60 million tons of emissions and reach net zero targets by 2030 in a historic claim india has reached 25% increase in renewable energy capacity in the last 4 years the indian railways is also set to roll out the country's first hydrogen powered trains by this december which explores more ways to use green hydrogen as a source of energy generation and as a fuel in the automobile sector i feel very proud to see that my country is putting so much efforts to save the planet to save this world but it is still not enough today we have to take individual tasks to save our planet plant trees opt for electric vehicles rather than petrol or diesel vehicles use solar panels to generate in-home electricity cut down the use of plastic reduce individual carbon footprints and what not can be done if the people of india which is a total of 1.4 billion people take up steps to combat and mitigate climate change then we can surely save the environment our families our future generations our country and obviously our planet let's step up and make this world a better place to live thank you for listening to the episode of the asterix show make sure to check out the polls and q and a below the episode on spotify to let us know your views on climate change and your feedback of the show until we meet again another episode stay tuned and keep listening